in this episode of Who, What, When, Where, Why, this is just a continuation of our Parks and Rec episode that we had before. Um, we had way too much to talk about, so we had to separate them into two episodes. Yeah, so there's not really going to be another, like, intro intro. Yeah, we're not sure if it's going to happen again, but whatever. Alright, so enjoy listening. It's literally a continuation. Like, it's going to start right now. Yeah, so, like, now. Get ready. Woo! Do you want to talk about our favorite episodes? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what is your favorite episode for The Office? Oh my god, so we did mention the name of this episode before, but my favorite episode of all time is Dinner Party, which is season four, episode nine, and in this episode... Um, there is a dinner party at Michael and Jan's house was there together and they invite, they forced, basically, they blackmailed (laughs) like Jim and Pam to come and then randomly like Dwight and a homeless babysitter, Dwight and a babysitter who's a homeless lady shows up and it is the most chaotic, oh it's so cringy, cringy, not cringy as Scott's toss, but so very cringy. It's like the cringiest episode ever, but I love it. It's so like funny. I get a rush. John when Krasinski I watch it. wouldn't stop breaking, especially with the TV bit. Mm-hmm. Like when they're talking about the one hundred dollar plasma and they like throw the Dundee at it. Yeah. And then the song, the song from it, the one that's like, "You take me." Yeah, and that's some Jan's intern, not intern, uh, assistant. You made me the hunter. Hunter made that song. Yeah. You made me a man. That one I... Yeah. I always think about that song. It's so iconic. Um, so what's your favorite episode of The Office? Uh, did I write it? Oh, Company Picnic. Um, that, that one I don't get, but I want to hear why. Okay, so Company Picnic is basically, you know, there's this whole company picnic. Everyone goes every year. It's in New York. And um, Michael sees Holly for the first time after they broke up, and she now has a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And they are, they asked David Wallace, the head of the company, to perform a skit about Dunder Mifflin, which is the company they work for. Mm-hmm. So they create this whole skit, and, like, you see their chemistry and their, di- like, they were, they never stopped being so compatible. And also, another thing that I think is way cool is that they had this volleyball game between all of the company's branches. Oh, that was good. And all of a sudden, like, they're like, Pam, you can't play, because blah, blah, blah. And Pam turns out to be an all-star volleyball player in high school, so she's, like, really good. And um, so they're all winning, whatever. Dunder Mifflin from Scranton's winning the Scranton branch versus New York branch, which is, like, all the big executives. Mm -hmm. And then Pam, like, I think she, like, rolls her ankle. Yeah, so they have to, um, bench her or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, we can't do that. So, Jim is like, Dwight, you stall while we go to, um, or we go to the hospital. Uh Uh-huh. And so, Dwight is stalling, whatever, and this just is so iconic because I remember this one scene where you don't hear anything that's happening because the camera's outside of the the room. Uh Uh-huh. But you see what's going on inside, which is great about the documentary style. Uh Uh-huh. The doctor says something to Pam... And Jim looks at her with this face of just complete awe and admiration and just hugs her and starts tearing up and comes outside and goes, Dwight, send in the subs. Mm -hmm. And he's crying. He just goes, oh my God. And he just starts crying, goes back in and kisses Pam. When I watched it, I was like, oh my God, Pam's pregnant. Watch, Pam's pregnant. And this is before they were married. Uh And Pam does end up being pregnant. But I just think that that one scene just, his acting and look of awe just and then also the fact that michael and holly told the utica branch they were closed not utica yeah utica branch or uh-huh. some branch was closing without everyone else knowing and it I was know. just chaos I know. see i forgot that's the episode where they found 
that were is alluded to that Pam's pregnant. Yeah. Because when you first when we were first like talking about this, you're like, that's my favorite episode. I was like, why? The interns suck. No, because I also <laughs> wrote the rumors episode, which is gossip. That's my second favorite. Oh, that's the one with the interns. Yeah, where Michael just starts making a bunch of rumors and then yeah. like he he says that Pam is pregnant, not knowing she's pregnant. And then that gossip gets around, and then everyone's like, Pam's pregnant, and Pam's like, who'd you tell Jim? And Jim's like, I didn't tell anyone, and they're like, wait, you are pregnant? And it's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. What's so, your favorite Parks episode? My favorite Parks and Rec episode is, I typed, Gay Penguins, which is called Pawnee Zoo, season two, episode oh, one. Oh, that was funny. It's just Leslie's funny. a gay icon. See, for me, Dinner Party was just cringy funny, but for me, pe- Gay Penguins, like, I every time, which doesn't happen that often, but every time someone asks me to show them an episode, I always show them that one, because it's, like, a good start. And it's so funny. But it's not too slow. It's hilarious. Like, the idea of, basically what happened is that they had a little, like, penguin, quote-unquote, marriage ceremony to help get people to come to the zoo, and Leslie was so happy about it. But then they realized that the both penguins were boys, and this one, I always forget her name, but that one lady bitches about it, and it becomes a whole thing, and, and then, then he, she goes like, to the gay club. And then she, like, is a gay icon because, like, she defended the penguins and, like... Yeah. Because, like, whatever, they're gay. So they so invite her to a gay club. But she's not supposed to be outspoken about what she believes in regarding gay rights at right, that point. Right, right. So it's just very awkward. And then didn't she, like, kidnap the penguins? No, she had them in her car, I remember. I don't know. I just love that episode. I think it's very funny. I just like the part where she's like, apparently I'm a gay icon now. And they have, like, her face all over the gay club. Oh, yeah, there's, like, the flag. My favorite is the wedding between Leslie and Finn. That's a beautiful episode. Season 5, episode 14. Because first of all, we have Ben and Leslie trying to figure out their wedding because they decide to get married like that. Yeah. They had a wedding date planned and they're like, let's just get married tonight. So Ron is making the wi- the rings. <laughs> Leslie's running around. It's like a whole thing. And then... I feel like that's how my wedding's gonna go. Yeah. And <laughs> then they finally get married. She has like the whole town there because she had just had a... Re- a uh, black tie event. Mm-hmm. And the whole town is there. The fact that, because Councilman Jam was mad at something that Leslie did, and he's drunk, like completely drunk. Mm-hmm. While, while what, Leslie is walking down the aisle, he walks over and he's like, boo, Leslie, no. Boo. And Ron just knocks him in the face and knocks him out. We love a supportive, like, father And also figure. Jam, Jam <laughs> also let go a bunch of stick bombs at the wedding, so everyone's scattered. So, then what happens is Leslie doesn't end up getting married. She's very sad. And then Ron, they get, she, Ron gets put in jail. She, like, waits for Ron to, like, get out. I forgot all this happened. And then that episode, they end up at City Hall in the Parks and Rec department. And they're like, oh, let's just go celebrate. And they had made a whole marriage ceremony in that, so in the room. Cute. And it was just so beautiful because it was only a couple people. And she got married um, and made her dress out of all of the newspapers of her career. Uh-huh. And it always makes me cry. And the one scene that always sticks in my mind is when Leslie and Ben had just finished getting married or sitting on that um, bench. Yeah. And someone, I think it's Leslie who says, just when you know, you know. And we're in love. And it's just like... It's adorable. It's adorable. And then Andy sings... Bye bye. Five thousand candles in the wind. I'm telling you, I want that song played everywhere. My wedding, my funeral, my <laughs> sweet twenty-one, <laughs> like everything. Amazing. So yeah, that one's my favorite. And also just like also another honorable mention. I don't know where but this one scene just always sticks in my head. Where Leslie had just gotten engaged as a talking head with Leslie and Ben. 
And she goes, we're getting married. I could just shout it from the rooftops. And Ben goes, and she has. Uh, she's been screaming really loud at oh the top God. of our rooftop. And then she goes, we're getting married. And he goes, okay, all right. And I was like, that's me when I get married. Like, that's going to happen. Literally. Yeah, so um, the wedding is probably my favorite. Speaking of the topic of weddings, who do you think had the better wedding? Oh, my God. So I think the more wholesome one is um, Parks and Rec. This is – I – very unpopular opinion. I do like The Office one more. I don't know. I think about, because when I think about Niagara, it's just so funny, but nothing seems too far-fetched. Like, I could totally see Andy ripping his balls. <laughs> and, I forgot that happened. Yeah. And just, I think the Chris Brown dancing part, by the way. That was I, a YouTube video. Yeah. And I hate Chris Brown, and even though it's, like, kind of outdated to watch, it's just so cute and funny. I do like the scene where she's crying because she's like, nothing's perfect, my veil is ripped and I'm pregnant, and he just snips his tie. I know, I just, I don't know. For me, I think it's because, like, maybe because, like, I relate to the characters more? I don't know. But I just thought that was a such a great episode. Yeah. And I love how wholesome the Parks and Rec one is, too, but... For some reason, that one just hits me different, Niagara. I don't know. I think I you just like, like the Parks one better. Mainly probably because I love Leslie and Ben so much. Yeah. But I just think that how they got married in literally under two hours and three hours, and they had all their friends as a part of their wedding. Like, Jerry was the minister, and Tom gave the speech. and That's, that's true. They also set up that whole wedding where they met, you know? And that's just like... I think it was the better wedding, me personally, because it was more intimate. I feel like, no, I'd rather, like, have a wedding like that, but I just enjoyed the Office episode more. I don't know. Okay, also, I just have to do honorable mention. Miss Nope goes to Washington. Oh, that's, oh, because of Joe. <laughs> when sexy, she meets sexy Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Leslie Nope has a thing for Joe Biden, which, you do you, girl. No. And, not. um, he was talking to her, and it's like the real Joe Biden, it's not like an actor. And she, he, like, he's like, hi, Leslie Nope, like, I've heard you're doing great things. And she goes, oh, Mr. Vice President, I would be honored to take Madam, uh, Madam Secretary Clinton's position, but I'm just too busy back. And he's like, uh, um, okay, all right. And Ben's (laughs) like, are you serious right now? I just think that's, like, so funny and amazing. It's like, if you had a, if you were dating someone, but then you met the person you've, like, been in love with. That's yeah, like a like a celebrity, like crush. a celebrity. That that would be. So I mean, I would do that if like Sean Mendes was in front of me, and then your like BF was in the back. Yeah, I I do like that episode a lot. For me, I actually have an honorable mention with um, the Office. My honorable mention is Diversity Day because that one like really is just so funny. Like I understand it's literally like the second episode of the first season, but it's so fu- it sets the tone of the show. I like it too because. They could get away with a little more than they could as the seasons went on. They always have been known to be risky, but, like, some of the jokes, like, if you, like, were to watch it now, or it would come out now, people would be outraged by that. Oh, they really would. Like, the jokes they made about, like... Indian people and women. Indian people and women. Remember when Kelly slaps Michael? Oh my god, iconic! It it was only one real slap, but still, still, we love it, we love it. Um, alright, so also I have another question. Which boss is better, Ron Swanson or Michael Scott? I can't, I, hmm, oh, that's actually a hard question. So Why did I Michael, think of it? So, Ron, both Ron and Michael do genuinely care about their workers, but it's obvious Michael cares more, but Michael's more self-centered than Ron is. But then Ron is Ron. Like, he's just so, he doesn't like the government. 
Because at least Michael is good at his job. And he is. Ron is too. I mean, Ron is, I don't know. But, I don't think we've ever seen him in action. But we don't, He. we know he doesn't care about the government. No, and he doesn't. Michael does care about the company. And he has shown to be a loyal and dedicated worker. Even though the way his employees are treated are questionable, you could tell he's passionate. And even though he just wants people to like him, he wants people to have fun when they go to work. Mm. Yeah. Even though... I'm sure more would probably get done in the average day at the Parks and Rec office, because it's a government office. Also, Leslie Nope works there, And so. Leslie Nope is, like, the driving force of it, but... The fact that Ron tried to fire her four times... I know, like, what? Go off. Yeah, so I guess we're agreeing on Michael Scott as the better boss? I think so. But mm. we do love Ron. Like, we don't dislike Ron as a boss. Um, okay, so we're gonna pull up our Venn diagram now. Okay, um... Okay. So, we have a Venn wonderfully diagram. written Comic Sans van, van, Venn diagram. Vans refrigeration. Diagram. Diagram. Trademark. TM. <laughs> um, yeah, so we made a Venn diagram just to s- compare and contrast. We haven't done anything to compare them both. We, we probably... I mean, they're both similar styles, so that's what compares them. Yeah. Cool. But it's more just to, like... It's also not just comparing. Well, it is comparing, but it's just saying what aspects of each show are stronger than the other. Because uh-huh. we're fair to both. We're not favoriting one. It's just some. Just but have we will say aspects. which one definitely wins at the end. At and the you end. can also yeah, fight us. We're gonna. Oh yeah, definitely. You can fight us on your point. Honestly, no, ma- no matter what, DM us on Instagram. No matter what, people are gonna be angry, and we're we're here for it. Like yeah, let's go. Us. Let's fight. Woo-hoo. Let's go. We can do response thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um. Where do we start? Okay, so overall, I think Parks and Rec is the better at storylines. Definitely. Stronger storylines, and each episode really drives the plot along. And The Office does that too, but there's but more it fil- There's a lot of filler episodes. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I will say, though, The Office does have more quotable lines than Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like it just has more of a following, which... It has a cult following. It has a cult... Especially since it's huge, been back on Netflix. Parks and Rec is also on Netflix, people. Because Office is the type of show where you can put it on in the background. Party, you can put it on in the background, and everyone will know what's going on. Parks and Rec, you can do that, but, like, people might be more like, what? What is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, Parks and Rec, like, The Office, you can watch, like, one episode out of succession, and you can still kind of figure out what's going on, because mm-hmm. they're kind of individual. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec might be more confusing. Because there is a storyline that goes with it. But it's a great storyline. Yeah. Yeah, like I wrote in Parks and Rec, more stable plot equals it, that it flows better. Uh-huh. Uh, Office has a less of a flow. The humor in both, because both of them are labeled as comedy. Uh-huh. The Office is more dry humor and secondhand embarrassment. The Cringe. amount of times that I've cringed watching mm-hmm. Michael Scott do anything. And that actually turns a lot of people off from The Office. Like, I remember I showed someone the first season of The Office and they could not get through it because of how cringy it was. Right. But then Parks and Rec starts slow, but it's not nearly as cringy. And in general, yeah. I think Parks and Rec, just, the concepts are funny, and there's funny jokes, but there's nothing that makes you, like, there's no, like, try, dry humor jokes, I feel Right, like. and I think that it's a comedic, just, as it has a more airy tone. Like, it has just, like, it's just so much more brighter. Yeah. And I think it's because of Leslie Nope. Like, it's just brighter comedic-wise, mm-hmm. and it's not as much dark humor, not dark, but, like, dry humor, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of the jokes just kind of happen. What else? Oh, okay, so I wrote that both of them have... So the strongest character in the in Parks and Recreation is obviously Leslie Nope, and her character part I feel like is Michael Scott. Yes or no? Well, yeah, because they're both like, even though Leslie isn't the boss, they're both the main characters technically. Yeah. And they both kind of almost have the most say in what goes on. Agreed. 
However, I don't think we could compare them that much because they're two, they're two completely, completely different, different people. people. Um, although The Office does have stronger supporting characters. Yes. Because you can name more than one, but like on Parks and Rec, it's Unless just... you watch it, like, a lot. Yeah. Or, like, you're, like, a fan of it. Then yeah. Then you're gonna be like, oh, Leslie and maybe Ron or something yeah. like that. Oh, one thing about Parks and Rec that's also interesting is that you see the home lives more of these characters. Because the camera follows them. Yeah, the camera follows... I think I've seen Anne's house a lot of times. You see Leslie's home, like, once or twice. You see, um... Ben's... The excuse for Andy and Anne's home in... Anne. In front of that huge hole... Oh, that! I thought you were talking about Andy and April when they when they ended up eating out of Frisbees because they just didn't have oh. any f- bowls. Oh, yeah. The, and then uh, Ben like went the meat, to live right? with them. Yeah. yeah. Also, you see Leslie in Ben's new house, which was, oh my god, when he proposed to her in that beautiful house, I cry every time. I know. Um, you also, yeah, you just see a lot more. Like, you see the different places in Pawnee. Mm-hmm. And I wish the office didn't always focus on the workspace because I get that's the whole point. But people, like, really got attached to the characters, and I would have loved to know what happens, like... In Jim and Pam's home with their kid. Or, like, Stanley cheats on his wife. What's up with that? You know yeah. what I mean? Especially because, like, especially in the seventh season, you see Leslie and Ben with their triplets Exactly. And I like, I like that. It just, it makes the characters more relatable. And authentic. Like, exactly. they're not just someone at a workplace. There is more to their lives. But I feel know? like Parks and Rec is also meant to be a little more of a wholesome show rather than The Office. Oh, definitely. So yeah. that's probably why they follow them home. So you, like, get that feeling. Yeah. Um, also, you even see Ron's house, which Ron never wants you to see. But oh, yeah. But you still see that he lives in a cabin in the woods. Literally, exactly what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> I think that in The Office, Jim and Pam... Superior relationship. Superior relationship, even for Parks and Rec as well. I think yes, that their I agree. relationship like, is just, you see it grow. I love, don't get me wrong, I love Leslie and Ben together so much, but just the fact that Jim and Pam have been, had that connection since day one. Right. Even in the stronger. first episode, I was like, ooh. Oh, ooh, I see it. And it just, it makes it so much more exciting because it took them a couple seasons to get married. Yeah, it wasn't like right away. And even though Leslie and Ben were in right away, it took them a while to meet, so I felt like even though the relationship was so beautiful and strong, just the fact that you had this character, these two characters, Jim and Pam, that you literally watched grow from the very beginning is yeah. just amazing. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Although, I do think that Parks had better relationships in general. Especially friendships. Better friendships. Friendships, but also another thing, Andy and April had a great relationship. They did. Although, they got married on a whim. Yeah. But, they did stay together for a long time, which was... They're my favorite, like, TV weird couple. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, they named their kid, didn't they name their kid, um, they named their kid, because their kid was born on Halloween. It sounded like a dog name or something, right? I have no idea. I don't know. Andy idea. and April's child in Parks and Rec. I'm searching this up, because I, she was born on Halloween. Oh, they have Champion the dog. Yeah, we love Champion. Jack Dwyer? What? An unnamed child born sometime after... Ju- no, she said she wanted to name it, like, Halloween or something, or, like, Satan, because it was one of the 20... 20- Satan. I swear, she said something about that, because she was, like, wearing, like, Halloween makeup while giving birth to their child. Yeah, I remember that. Also, that kid's not born yet. It says 2025. Wait, why 2025? Oh, because it was a glimpse of the future, right? Yeah, because 20... Wait, when did the last... The last season took place... 20... 2017. Me. I thought it was, like, around 2020, but I guess No, it wasn't, because By the way, it passed just a, already. Just a disclaimer, I personally don't like season 7 of Parks and Rec that yeah, much. not as much. I only like it for closure, just, like, the last... Well, oh, the last episode's really cute. It is. 
But I really like the last, like, three episodes of The Office. I love them. Even though I don't like season seven through nine, that's just something I wanted to add in. Yeah. Also, Johnny Karate. I love that whole thing. Oh, that was cute. Yeah. Parks and Rec had a better ending than The Office. It did. It felt like with The Office, they were trying to rush things. Like, I mean, of course, Kelly and Ryan got together, but the way, like, he literally... She he literally, dropped a child, right? His his kid, um, Drake? Yeah. And then she literally had, like, a perfect husband and abandoned him at a wedding for her, like, best, for, like, Angela and Dwight. Like, I get it. The show's supposed to be, like, funny and whatever, but, like, I thought it would have been a little more, like, realistic. Yeah, it's in 2017. Okay. Season 7 of Parks and Rec is set in 2017, which at the time the show aired was into the future. Okay. So, yeah. But I was also saying before, yeah, I just feel like it was real, the ending of The Office was very rushed. The only thing that, like, we stand is obviously Dwight and Angela getting married. Oh, that was so cute, and then Michael came back. I loved that. Uh Uh-huh. That was really sweet. Yeah. But all the other aspects just felt like they were trying to, like, Mm -hmm. although, like, obviously the last scene's beautiful, though, with the picture and, like, just the talking heads and everything. Oh, that was wonderful, and they're all just sitting in the office. After the the wedding, which is kind of similar to the wedding episode of Parks of Rec, how they always end up back where they start working. Yeah. Because that's where their universe is centered around, so it makes sense that after such an important day, you're on such an important day. You still go back to where it all you belong. Um, because I feel like we've kind of been bashing The Office. We love no, The Office. I, I've been praising The Office so much. What have you been talking about? I just said, we said Michael well, Scott's a better boss. because we've been boss. saying a lot of better good things about Parks and Rec. We've been yeah. saying, I think we've been pretty equal with both. Mm, you're right. Um, also, another thing is that, um, the humor of The Office just makes you laugh out loud more. That's I feel what, like yeah. in Parks and Rec it's just kind of like put in there, but in The Office you're literally like, <laughs> funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why we said it's like that show you just could turn on. And, it's and like, like everyone knows the chill. lines. Exactly. What's your favorite line from The Office? Oh my god. See, I'm trying to think about that too. Why did I ask that question? Because now I have Yeah, to you don't even know too. the answer to that. Um, um, the Office? I I think um I have a sticker that says it. I think it's when, it's the scene where, you know it, Michael Scott is driving in the car <laughs> and he rolls down the window and just stands by Lady Gaga is playing and he's like, it's Britney, bitch. I, I think about that a lot. It's not even that funny, but I, I feel like I re- it's me. Like, that's me. I All relate right. to that. I have a tie. Okay. I have a tie. One is um, Dwight, you ignorant slut. Oh, of course, from um, safety training. And another one that I just love the most is, did I stutter? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just... Stanley is just so iconic, mm-hmm. and I love him. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Do you have anything else you want to say, or... Um, not in particular. I think we really covered everything. I think we just need to give our verdict. So what is our verdict after all of this talking? I feel like it might have been a little obvious, even though I think we gave both of them a good chance. And we definitely- We tried. We tried. We tried. Because we love both shows. Even as possible. And we don't dislike this one at all, obviously. But I think our favorite- Drum roll! (laughs) Go! Parks and Rec! Yeah, we do like Parks and Rec. Yeah, let us. Go ahead. And it's not because it's the first show we started watching. No, we watch both shows pretty religiously. Yes. And, and we both, we talk about I've them I've seen both. The Office like three times. I've seen Parks and Rec like three times. Same I here. just find more enjoyment watching Parks and Rec, and I just think that, I don't know, I just uh-huh. love it so much more, and I don't know. I'm a TV person more than a movie person, and I feel like whenever a TV show really has like a strong 
strong like plot, plot line. It just and really ending. is just amazing. Even if it's not as funny, I just love like a good plot. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So for me, that fulfills that void. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I I just think Parks is better. I we had so many iconic characters for Parks. Yeah, and I feel like people just. They all just bash on Parks and Rec because because they like The Office too much. Or they think it's like a rip-off or something like that. Yeah, no, they're two completely different shows, and they both have two completely different characters and plot lines, and yes, they're in the same style, but I think that Parks and Rec is better. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I do think that The Office has more pop culture. Like, it's more integrated in pop culture. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm just gonna keep, you know, my Leslie Nope shirt to myself. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't fit me anymore. So it's just in my closet. It's really, it's a big shirt. Is it because it's too big? No, girl. I got it when I was 14. Oh, I remember when I bought it for you at first. It was, it was huge, big, but now yeah. I'm, I'm a big girl. I'm a very We're big developed. girl. We're developed. We're <laughs> developed, so she doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. But my Leslie Nope shirt was really cute. Um, I have my Nope Wyatt 2020 sticker because they are going to win. Leslie Nope is, oh, did I just move the mic? Just be careful. Yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. Leslie you're good. Nope is my president. She's always been my president. She's always been my if president. If anyone asks about my political views, the answer, the answer <laughs> Actually, is Leslie No. I'm going to do that now because I have friends because um, we just watched a Democratic debate and I was putting who I, like, my views on Twitter. And, and every time someone says, who are you voting for? Leslie, Leslie Nope, nope like, and Ben Wyatt. Like, not Kanye West, not Oprah, but Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. Nope Wyatt, 2020. Woo-woo! By the way, okay, I don't know if we're going to put this in. But Scott's Talks is a terrible episode. <gasps> Especially being a college student. Oh, my God. Oh Could you imagine God. someone offering to pay for your college tuition and promising it and then saying, psych, here's some batteries? Like, are you kidding Okay, so me? for those of you who have not seen this episode, yes, this is a spoiler, whatever. Um, I guess. This whole episode's a spoiler. This whole thing is a spoiler. So, um, Scott's Talks, basically, when Michael Scott was... Went to this school, right? And there was this group of, like, kindergarten kids. And he promised all of them, when you get to high school, I will pay for your college tuition. Mm-hmm. He had no money. He, he had, he was... Why bitter. did, wait, why did he make that promise? Because he didn't think he had to fulfill no, it, right? here's the thing. He thought he was going to be rich and famous in, like, however many years. But until just, those kids got to high school. And he just wasn't. And then he forgot about it, and they all made him, like, poems and stuff. They, they named a wing of the school after yeah. him. And when these kids got to high school, and now they're going to these expensive... I think one of them, they said the colleges they were going to, and, like, one of them was, like, an Ivy League school, uh-huh. and he was like... Ah. And then he gives them laptop batteries. He gives them laptop batteries. Mm. Because I remember someone asked him, Michael, why did you make this promise? And he said, because I thought I was going to be rich and famous by the time they were in high school. Like, why? Uh. Why would you do that? Yeah, and just watching it as a college student. Like, I watched it that episode the first time when I was, like, a senior in high school, and I literally was like, (gasps) this is so much. I feel like it's an accurate representation of the government. Because it's like, you ask, they could pay for your college tuition or even help with it. And what do you get? Like, batteries. Like, Barely. Nothing. I get a potato fat, chip for financial aid. Like, what do you get? Zero dollars from fast food. Parks and Rec, I don't, I can't, I can't name an episode that, that I dislike. That's like, stands out that I don't like. No, me either. I would just say there were some episodes maybe in like the later seasons that were like a little end, but for the most part it was very, it was a very strong show. What about the one show. where, um, no. No, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I really don't have anything. Well, are we wrapping up this episode? This long, long episode? Maybe two episodes? 
Yes, else? I think so. Um, I w- that's why I look down because I'm like, I'm <laughs> thinking about it. No, um, I don't think I have anything to add. Well, we did it. We yeah. did it. We have been wanting to do this episode for a really long time, and we finally did it. I'm very happy. Uh, our socials? Yeah, I guess we'll do our normal plugs. So, at Kelly Bronx, K-E-L-L-Y-B-R-A-N-X on Twitter. That's my Twitter and yours. My Instagram and Twitter is at TotallyJada, the word totally, and J-A-D-A. And our podcast Instagram is... At 5W Podcast. Also, I can't believe we haven't said this, we're on iHeartRadio now. And oh my god, Google, and Google Podcasts! And Google Podcasts. How did we not say that before? Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and... Apple! Apple. So, you can stream us on... Most. And Libsyn.com. That is also... Thanks, RSS feed. Well, we <laughs> love paying for su- subscriptions. But I am just so happy to say that we are now available on most streaming platforms. <gasps> we are available on most streaming platforms. Yeah, that's... What, what other we- platforms are we missing? None. I don't know. Tell us if we're missing anything. We'll put it on there. Let's yeah, if you can't listen to us from any platform that we have mentioned... That is one that's, like, regularly used... Just tell us. We can probably figure out a way to get on. Yeah. And so it's available. Although, if you can't get on it, then how are you listening to this? Yeah, that'd be awkward. Awkward. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's that. It's probably going to be a while before we upload any more episodes. Yeah, we both, unfortunately, we've been pumping out episodes like crazy because we've been on break. But now we have to go hate our lives at school. I mean, I like I don't my, life my life at school. But I it's just, very hard for the both of us to get together. Because we, we're so stressed out. We're hoping we can at least do one a month. We're also going to try to stay active on our Instagram, too. Yes. If you guys ever want to message us and ask us anything, Oh my god, please. If you're ever feeling sad, I got you, boo. <laughs> the 5W Podcast official Instagram will give you free therapy I services. will literally send you wholesome memes. I will. Or dank memes. Or spicy memes. Mm-hmm. Any kind of memes. If you want to just talk about anything in general, you're born, hit us up. Yeah. We got you. We sound so thirsty right now. Well, I mean. <laughs> you, you up? <laughs> if I text you from, if I message you from the 5W Instagram saying you up. You For a booty answer. call. Not a booty call. yeah so if you have any response to this episode as well you could tweet at us leave feedback um give us ratings if you don't like it you can say you don't like it but if you have a five star rating that'd be cool yeah or give us a review because apparently that's a thing too that i didn't know we could do oh cool okay yeah all right i think that's yeah i think that's everything all right goodbye bye everyone we'll see you soon Our new title track is the intro to Baron and Yesterday's album, Good On It All. And it's now available on most streaming platforms. Yay, go stream it! Or we'll be very upset. We will be very upset. I'll cry. On demand. I can cry on demand. Do it, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Bye!